Once upon a time, there were two kings who ruled the jungle. Their names were Ola and Uba. They pretty much had complete control over the ride-hailing market in the South Indian city of Bangalore. But over the years, their monopoly caused quite a bit of unrest in the jungle. Both of them had been caught overcharging, and their drivers were upset with them over how much they were taking away from their earnings. The customers too had quite a few complaints. So last year in October, the Karnataka government decided to ban Ola and Uber auto rickshaws. But to be honest, no one took it quite seriously. Ola and Uber autos continued to ply the roads of Bangalore. And then, just a month later, there was a new kid on the block. Mind you, this was not just any other kid. It was supported by the government itself, and it was built by JustPay, a tech startup that was backed by SoftBank. The government even said that the app would be made available on India's Open Network for Digital Commerce or ONDC, the government-endorsed e-commerce giant. The app is called, as you may have very well guessed by now, Namayatri. And in terms of what it was offering, it was quite the disruptor. The platform said that it would charge zero commission from drivers. That obviously would make the drivers quite happy. And it also said that there would be no surge pricing or cancellation charges on the app, which would obviously make the customers very happy. Thanks to these driver incentives, many local unions from Bangalore too began backing the app. Now, it has been eight months since the launch of this app and the two kings of the jungle might have taken notice of this new kid, but they are far, far away from losing sleep over it. Why is that? Welcome to Daybreak, a business podcast from the Ken. I'm your host, Nikta Sharma, and I don't chase the news cycle. Instead, thrice a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I will come to you with one business story that is worth understanding and worth your time. Today is Friday, the 12th of May. by the drivers, for the people. 100% direct payments to drivers. This is the tagline of Namayatri. The timing of the app's launch was just perfect. Drivers were very angry with Ola and Uber. Multiple drivers told the Ken that the two were charging users 100 rupees for two kilometer rides. And they were taking away just a little less than half of it as convenience fee from the drivers. The government-mandated fare for the same distance in Bangalore is, by the way, just 30 rupees. The Ken reporter Sashwata Kundu Chaudhary spoke to Sashi Kumar S., who is an auto driver in Bangalore. And you know what he said about Ola and Uber? He called them bogus. Those are his exact words. He complained about how they take more money from customers and charge a commission from auto drivers. He said that if the trip is 55 rupees, the driver only gets 35 rupees. Plus, he likes the new app's name. It gives him a sense of belonging, you know. Namma is a word in Kannada that translates into our. He says 
that this was a big factor that drove him to sign up on Namayatri. Namayatri charges the government mandated fare of 30 rupees for 2 kilometers and 15 rupees for every kilometer beyond that. And it charges 10 rupees more as pickup charges. For more than 5 kilometer distances, the app shows a price range to the rider. The extra charges are for the time spent in traffic or in waiting. And what is even more interesting is that the rider can actually negotiate the excess charges with the driver and arrive at a mutually agreed fare. Among other things, the app also has a very cool live dashboard. It allows users to see the total number of completed trips overall, the number of ongoing trips, the number of available drivers, and even how much money drivers have made so far. As I record this, According to the Nambayatri app, drivers have made over 25 crore rupees as earnings and have completed more than 16 lakh trips. On the 13th of October, for example, which was a few weeks after the Nambayatri app was incorporated, its fresh driver sign-ups peaked with over 2,000 sign-ups. And on the 1st of November, the day of its official launch, the platform added nearly 1,000 more. This was the busiest day so far. On the same day, over 11,000 new users also registered on the app. But wait a second. Let me say that again. 1st November was the busiest day for the app in terms of user and driver signups. It is May now. As of today, the app has a little over 56,000 registered drivers. What is even more concerning is that only 15 to 20% of them are actually hitting the road at any given point of time. Let us compare this to Ola and Uber. Uber has between 55 to 60,000 autos in its Bangalore fleet, and Ola has between 65 to 70,000. But don't you think that Namayatri's number should have been more substantial by now? Especially considering that its model is almost an antithesis to Ola and Uber. Stay tuned to find out why this is happening. Sashwata spoke to many auto drivers in Bangalore and it seems like the availability of trips on the Namayatri app has become quite an issue. Many auto drivers told us that the app does not offer as many trips as Uber and Ola. So after what seemed like a promising start, Namayatri's driver registration started plateauing. Though there were minor surges in January and March. The March surge was because of the ONDC tie-up announcement. At the Indiranagar auto stand in the eastern part of Bangalore, a driver said that in the two weeks that he had downloaded the app, he has not taken a single ride. Why? Because all the fares displayed were under 100 rupees. He argued that driving on his own and charging rates set by himself, which by the way are through the roof in Bangalore, he makes way more money. So the problem right now is quite clear. Driver acquisition. So Sashwata decided to get the full Namayatri experience for himself. He took 12 rides across the city. He realized that there is not much of a difference compared to an Ola or an Uber, but the number of driver cancellations was noticeably low. It only happened to him once. And I can vouch for this too because I have been using the app to travel to work and elsewhere for over a month now. No cancellations so far. Plus, the wait time is much lower for me 
compared to the other apps. But for distances below 5 kilometers, Nama Yatri prices are slightly higher. For longer distances though, it was comparable or slightly lower. This is except when there is a surge pricing on Ola and Uber. Sashrita also noticed a major glitch on the app during one of his rides. The auto driver could not enter the one-time password to start the ride. Even after reaching the destination, the user app showed the driver is 3 minutes away. But the driver told us that it was a rare case. Now, even though there are lesser drivers signing up for the app, the Juspe founder Vimal Kumar does not seem too worried. In fact, he insists, despite the very nature of the app, that Nama Yatri was not started to disrupt the market. It does not want to rival Ola and Uber. Coming up next, I tell you what Nama Yatri is planning in the future. Kumar told the Ken that the driver acquisition is not really worrying him because some auto drivers signed up out of curiosity. But later they did not complete the process, such as uploading their driver's license. Meanwhile, Sean MS, who is the company's chief growth officer, said that the driver's registration numbers will resume rising once the user demand is up. And that is exactly what Jispay is trying to focus on getting more users to sign up on Namayatri. Which kind of makes sense too, considering that one of the main complaints of the drivers against the app so far has been that there are not enough riders or trips. And this plan has a lot more riding on it too. Namayatri's revenue plan is to introduce a nominal subscription fee for drivers. Now, this is a little tricky because it kind of goes against what they were initially offering to drivers, which was zero commission charges. But they say that they want to create a system that lets riders use different modes of public transport through Namayatri. And that is why Kumar insists that Namayatri has never thought of itself as a rival to Uber and Ola. But how are they going to get more users? ONDC, the government's e-commerce behemoth. People will be able to book Namayatri rides through the ONDC app, which promises to offer a much, much wider reach. For now, Namayatri is in a good place. Instead of spending millions on customer acquisition, it is going to piggyback on ONDC. It is counting on the network to push organic growth. Now, it all depends on how popular ONDC becomes and more importantly, how auto drivers feel about this new subscription model. Until then, the two kings of the jungle can rest easy. I think at the end of the day, my interviews are just about whether we are on the same wavelength or bandwidth. For example, number one, uh, there will be a lot of compromises on work-life balance. Now, if people who work closely with me fundamentally disagree on this, then we don't usually end up hiring them. That was Gaurav Bunjal, the founder of Unacademy. You've probably heard of him. You've most probably heard about Unacademy, the company he started with a YouTube channel in 2015 that became one of India's leading edtechs worth nearly $3.5 billion. Gaurav Bunjal is at the center of it. I asked him questions about how he finds great talent for his organization. When he interviews potential candidates, what does he ask them? What does he look for? 
there will be a lot of late nights there will be a lot of saturdays um uh, i will call you at 1 am to discuss something um so i think that's second in general people who are confrontational do really well in life and and life do, or on academy both both in general what i've realized is that uh, even some of the best ceos um, i mean i mean i i know of some ceos in india who are not taking tough decisions in a market like these because they are non confrontational um, they don't want to admit uh, that they are wrong or to tell somebody that they are wrong etc i am rohin dharma kumar and the host of first principles a fortnightly leadership podcast from the kens newsroom the link to the podcast is in the show notes of this episode go ahead you want to listen to this one Daybreak is produced from the newsroom of the Ken, India's first subscriber-focused business news platform. What you're listening to is just a small sample of our subscriber-only offerings. A full subscription unlocks daily long-form feature stories, newsletters, subscriber-only apps, and podcast extras. Head to the ken.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top of the website. I am Snigdha Sharma, your host, and today's episode was edited by my colleague Rajiv Sen.